The work you do for your clients feels fulfilling and impactful, but running a business? That feels hard. You're not only in charge of your client work, you're also head of marketing, management, admin, client satisfaction, systems and processes. Yeah, it can feel overwhelming. That's where this podcast comes in. You're listening to The Simple Business Show with me, Nisha Woolery. Each week, we'll discuss simple ways to start, market, and organize your service-based business. My mission? To teach solopreneurs how to simplify their business so they can earn more money by doing less stuff. Let's dive in. Just quickly interrupting the show to let you know about the freebie that comes with this episode. If you know you need to organize your service-based business, but you think you don't have time and you don't even know where to start, don't worry, I've got you. I created a free roadmap called the Roadmap to Organize Your Business, and it maps out the exact 10 areas of your biz that you need to organize ASAP. Step one is an area most solopreneurs overlook, but organize this and you'll not only achieve peace of mind, you'll most likely make more income. To download your free roadmap, go to nishawoolery.com slash roadmap. Hey guys, what's up? I hope that you are having an epic week so far. I do want to apologize. I know I've said this before, but um, I do want to apologize in advance for any shouting that you may hear in the background. It's just that the kids in the neighborhood are playing in the garden and that's okay with me if it's okay with you. So Today, I want to talk with you about why doing everything yourself is a bad habit and how to break that. Because I will readily admit that I am a recovering DIYer. For a long time, I chose to do most tasks in my business myself instead of outsourcing to somebody else, someone who could do it better than me and much faster than me. I chose to teach myself how to do things in business instead of purchasing many courses or joining programs that would give me a step-by-step process to follow. And because of this, it took me months to cobble together systems in my business, whereas it would have taken maybe two weeks if I had just simply invested in a course or something like that, that gave me a proven process to follow. Maybe you can relate doing everything myself or teaching myself everything was a bad habit that took me a long time to break. But now that I've broken it, I have so much more time to focus on my zone of genius and focus on the needle moving activities that have the biggest impact on my business. I'll admit it, I'm I'm still not, you know, I'm still not perfect at this and the problem hasn't gone away completely, but I've definitely improved because I learned that outsourcing a task or investing in courses and mentors would get me where I want to go much faster and easier than trying to get there alone. I think that what stops many of us from doing this is fear. I know for me, I feared investing in a course or a mentor to show me their step-by-step process instead of inventing my own because I feared that their course or their program would suck (laughs) pretty much. And I feared that it wouldn't work for me and it would be a waste of my money, which, you know, when I truly dig into that fear is quite unfounded because 
I only had to read or watch testimonials about their course or program to know if the content was good. And I only had to check the refund policy to feel reassured that if it really did suck, I could simply ask for a refund. Fear is what was really pushing me to waste so much of my time inventing my own systems and doing everything by myself. I also feared hiring someone to take over a role or a task in my business because I was scared that they wouldn't be as good at it as I am. I think it was James Wedmore who made a really great point about this that changed the game for me, quite honestly. He said, it's not about hiring someone who can do it better than you. Even if they are only 70% as good at it as you were, it's still better than doing it yourself. And I realized that he was right because doing everything yourself in your business is a recipe for burnout and so many other problems that you want to avoid. So here were the four main reasons that helped me see why I needed to stop doing everything myself. Number one, doing everything yourself can give you an ego problem. Believing there's no one out there who can do a job better than you is a pretty toxic belief to start feeding because it can lead to arrogance and that's not how you want people to see you. I was once on a date and I remember telling him how much I resented needing to outsource because I felt like I could do a better job than them and it was pointless me hiring it out. I said it in many more words than this, but that's like the summary of what I said. And I remember seeing the look on this guy's face and thinking to myself, I sound so flipping arrogant. And it's amazing how much my perspective has changed since then. And thank goodness. I actually told a friend recently that I was going to go and get my car washed. I promise there's like a point and a link to these stories, by the way. But I told my friend that I was going to go and get my car washed. And she said, why would you pay someone to wash your car when you could do it yourself? I would never pay someone to do something that I could do. And it made me smile to myself when I realized that I used to have the exact same mindset and it has changed over time. And I explained to her, you know, while that works for her, the reason that I choose to pay someone to do something that I could do myself if I wanted to is because it saves me the time and the hassle of doing something that I'm both not good at and something that I don't enjoy. And also, I know that if I didn't pay someone else to do it for me, I would never get it done. Believing there's no one out there who can do a better job than you is also a toxic belief because it can make it hard for you to ask for help when you need it, both in your business and in your personal life. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness, and yet a lot of us feel like it is. That's why we struggle to outsource, ask friends for help, follow other people's proven processes. Somewhere along the line growing up, when we were being praised for all the things we did by ourselves, our minds took on this false belief that asking for help makes us weak. But asking for help, hiring help, following somebody else's program and proven process, it isn't weak, it's smart. It lightens your load it allows others to fulfill their dream as well. Because by hiring help, you're enabling other people's strengths to shine and you're helping others to stay in business while your business benefits. Doesn't that thought make you feel really good? Because I know it makes me feel good. The next point I want to make is that doing everything yourself is a recipe for stagnation, not growth. 
I'm not one to tell you that fast growth is super important because I don't believe it is. I believe that growing sustainably from a place of flow and not stress is more important. I also don't believe that it's a bad thing to have seasons in business where you consciously choose not to grow and to remain content with where you are, but I'll discuss that in another episode really soon. However, if you are in a season where you want to grow your business and income without doing it from a place of stress and long, crazy work hours, then doing everything yourself is not the way. It means that instead of using someone else's proven system, a system that has worked for hundreds or thousands of their clients or students and might just take one, two or three weeks to learn and implement. You choose to teach yourself how to do it using things like Google and YouTube and that requires months and sometimes years of trial and error. Time that you don't really have if you're in a season where you really want to grow. I'm not saying that Google and YouTube aren't great resources because they really are. I think that it is incredible that we live in a day and age where we learn so much or we can learn so much for free in just the click of a button. And especially when you're new to business, these resources are lifesavers. But teaching yourself to do something will most likely take you a long time. And sometimes you don't want it to take months of research and trial and error and stress. You just want to follow someone else's process and get it done in weeks or days. This was the case for me when creating my first email funnel. So I basically bought this course for about £500 and I followed her steps on setting up my email funnel and that funnel has since brought in six figures. And before this course, honestly, it makes me cringe just thinking about this, but before taking that course, I had spent about six months trying to hash together my own email funnel. I knew nothing about them, really. I just kind of told myself, I can use YouTube and I can use Google to figure this out. And I signed up for a bunch of people's webinars and I would go through their webinar and their email funnel and I would write down all the points that I thought were really great and must work really well for them so that I could use them in my own sort of DIY badly put together email funnel. But the thing was that, you know, I was implementing things that I wasn't even sure worked. I was just like copying what other people were doing and assuming that it worked for them when really how was I meant to know? And a lot of us do the same thing, I think. We see a really famous entrepreneur's Facebook ad, for instance, and we think, oh, I'm going to use an image like that and I'm going to use a caption like hers because that's what she uses. But how do we truly know that that ad is working for her? Maybe it was an ad that she just tried out for a week and it had really bad results and she turns it off. But we have just gone ahead and copied somebody else's ad system, somebody else's ad, without really knowing if it was a proven success for them. Just quickly interrupting this episode to remind you of my free masterclass, How to Create a Welcome Page in Just One Hour. A welcome page is a web page that you send to your clients before the project begins, outlining everything your client needs to know about working with you effectively. If you've ever had issues with clients handing in files, payment or feedback late, or your clients have tried to walk all over your boundaries, trying to talk with you on weekends or ask for just one more free revision here and there. 
Well, a welcome page will help put an end to all of that. It guides your client through your policies, boundaries and processes so that your projects flow smoothly and happily. In my free masterclass, I'll teach you 10 vital things your welcome page must include, when to send your welcome page, one tweak that will get your clients to hand in files and feedback on time always, and three examples of welcome pages and packets. Again, this one hour class is totally free. So to sign up, head to organizeandautomate.com slash class. I feel like I've gone on a rant here, but the point was that, you know, when you're trying to do everything yourself and you're trying to copy what other people have done without really truly knowing if it has actually worked for them, then you're just on a really, really slow path to growth, if any growth. And when you are in that season of wanting to grow, this is a very slow and kind of agonizing, time-consuming way of going about it. Doing everything yourself also sometimes makes you look like an amateur. This was a hard pill for me to swallow in the beginning because I'm a go-getter and I think that many of you listening to this podcast are exactly the same. I pride myself on being able to teach myself anything and on being resilient. In fact, if you don't already know, you know, like the background story to my business, I started out because I, you know, I worked minimum wage jobs. So I left high school for starters. I didn't get A-levels or I didn't go to like college or university and get a degree. I went straight into working and I was a waitress and I was a shop assistant for minimum wage and I had a blog on the side and I taught myself blog design and that moved on to teaching myself how to code and teaching myself web design for Squarespace and WordPress and all of these different things, these different skills. And eventually I was able to um, start selling those skills as a service. And so naturally I'm quite a determined person and I feel or I felt for a very long time that if there's something that I want to learn, I can learn it and I can teach myself how to do it. But I'm not good at everything and neither are you. So why do we try to do everything ourselves? Sometimes when we try to do something ourselves, something we're not good at, it turns out like, okay, but not very great. And we just damage our brand image or our business. And sometimes We can teach ourselves how to do something, but it doesn't mean we should. Because in the 10 hours it took us to learn that skill, we could have outsourced it to someone else and spent those 10 hours selling and making back the money that we spent outsourcing and then some. Getting help for the stuff that you're not good at frees you up to work on stuff you are good at, to work at your strengths. Doing everything yourself, it results in you working crazy hours and stressing yourself out trying to figure things out that just aren't in your zone of genius. This makes you stressed, miserable, and a pretty hard person for your friends and family to be around. When I was starting this podcast, I attempted to create my own intro and outro. So an intro and outro are just the the musical parts of the podcast that you heard earlier on in this episode. And I have a knowledge of, you know, iMovie and I have a knowledge of mics and stuff like this, like a really basic knowledge for this stuff, because I'd been creating videos and things like that for a while. So I figured that I could just create those intros and outros myself and 
I did the research, I found some music that I liked, I recorded the intro and outro, I tried to put it all together, but ultimately it took me a couple of days. And by the end of it, I still wasn't confident in what I had done. I didn't trust that it was good enough, that I had actually done things correctly. So in the end, I ended up hiring a podcast editor, Dan Romeros, and I gave over my podcast intro and outro and all the other assets for this podcast to him to put them together professionally. And it turned out a lot better than what I had put together myself. Getting help from someone who is an expert in whatever you need help in means that you can trust that it's being done right instead of stressing. Not only stressing over teaching yourself how to do it, but over whether you've done it right and to a good enough standard. Ditching your pride and getting help, whether it's through hiring someone like a virtual assistant or investing in a course or a mentor, can feel really nerve-wracking. You don't have to go mad with this and suddenly outsource everything that you don't enjoy and join like a million courses. But what I've learned over my eight years as a business owner is that When you let other people help you, you grow faster and much more easily. Better yet, you send yourself the message that life and business is not something you have to do by yourself. Relying on others isn't weak, it's smart. All right, that's it from me this week, but I will talk to you next week. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss future episodes. And if you're feeling extra motivated by what was discussed today, I would seriously appreciate it if you'd open up the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave a super quick review. Honestly, your reviews tell iTunes that this podcast is worth listening to. And iTunes then gets this show in front of more solopreneurs so they can get the help they need to bring more inner calm to their business. Okay, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon.